welcome to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Spears, the Baby Chick, and today I'm chatting with Jennifer Blossom, a boy mom of two, occupational therapist, host of another amazing mom podcast called The Blossoming Mommy and Baby Show, as well as the CEO and founder of Blossoming Mommy and Baby, a digital wellness brand that helps overwhelmed moms simplify motherhood. On Chick Chat, we dole out no-nonsense pregnancy and parenting advice. I've worked with hundreds of families and have condensed all that I've learned to bring you simple, practical, and immediate advice for preventing pregnancy and parenting conundrums. Our special guest, Jennifer, has a passion for helping moms create a simpler, less chaotic, and more meaningful motherhood experience. You can find her, her husband, and sons in a little fishing town just south of Anchorage, Alaska. I'm thrilled to have her here with us today. Today's episode is about mommy burnout. I feel like this topic has been discussed a bit more recently, but what is mommy burnout? How common is it? And what can we do to help ourselves from feeling burnt out? Jennifer is breaking it all down for us and answering our questions. Welcome, Jennifer. Hey, girl. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to have you on here because I just feel like we are going to connect so well because we have like the same passion for helping moms and this topic, oh man, is just a huge one. Huge, huge. I think it is so relevant for moms and you and I too. We, I mean, we are in the thick of motherhood right now, so I cannot wait to unpack mommy burnout with you. Yes. Oh, man. So for all of our listeners out there, Jennifer, please introduce yourself. Like, Tell us a little bit about you and your story. We'd love to learn more. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Nina, for having me on. Hello to all your listeners. So my name is Jennifer Blossom. I am a boy mom to two. So I have a two and a half year old and a four week old. So we are literally in the thick of parenthood right now. And it is so, so amazing, so sweet and so hard at the same time. It's just a great, great season. So I live in a little fishing town just south of Anchorage, Alaska. And I have a husband here and I'm an occupational therapist and the CEO and founder over at Blossoming Mommy and Baby. We are a digital wellness brand for moms. So it's really my heart's mission to help overwhelm moms simplify motherhood. And it's just an incredible way to how we met Nina and just reach thousands of moms and just do our thing and help moms just really enjoy motherhood. I love it. Cause you know what? You're so right. Motherhood is great. It's the best thing I've ever done, but it is also one of the hardest, if not the hardest thing that I do every day. And it's a choice. You choose to wake up and be the best mom that you can be. But there are definitely days where you just are like, you know what? I really want to break. I want to break today. Yeah. <laughs> You nailed it. There is this intentional choice that we have to make every single day to show up and to to parent because it's really easy to want to just tap out. But I love that. that, Yeah, it's really taking that mindset shift of, hey, today's a choice. I'm going to show up and we're going to do this. (laughs) Exactly. So for all of us, please describe to us how you would describe mommy burnout. Gosh, mommy burnout. This is... This is like a worldwide phenomenon, I feel right now, and it's hardly getting talked about, but it's impacting, Nina, the motherhood community so hard right now. And for me, just from my own experience in working professionally as an occupational therapist and with moms online, it is 
what I see is just moms doing too much mentally and physically without taking that time to refuel. And what happens is, is we stuff and we stuff and we stuff and we go and we go and we go and we try to balance all these spinning plates. And eventually something's going to snap, something's going to give. And whether it's this huge explosion or whether it's something deteriorating slowly time and time and time compounded on each other, it's just this physical and mental exhaustion that has negative effects both in our lives and in our kids' lives. And we're seeing it a lot right now in the mom space. Yeah. Especially with this whole pandemic going on. I mean, motherhood in general, yeah, there are days when your kids test you, but normally you have childcare or school or some type of relief. But I totally agree with you. It, right now, it's we're in the thick of it for sure. We are, and we don't realize just how important those outlets are until I feel like right now, like we're like what month two, two and a half into this quarantine. And you and I, we have got young kids, and I'm seeing it in my two year old, like even our little, our library times or our gymnastics or swimming pool or whatever, we don't have those outlets. And you can see it right now. And it's all of the moms who are listening today, whether you have young kids or kids in elementary school. I mean, we're all feeling the effects of it. And it's it's hard. It's hard on us physically and mentally, emotionally, and on our kiddos. Yeah. So can you tell us maybe a time where you felt that mommy burnout and what was that like for you? For me, and I think it kind of ebb and flows throughout motherhood. So whether you're in that newborn stage or toddler years, like it's going to look different for everybody. For me, it was really being introduced to motherhood. It was just this complete culture shock and for me, it was trying to do too much at once and trying to balance all the things. So I was super overwhelmed with trying to balance the house and now a newborn and nursing and all of these things that we try to figure out as moms. And it was just this really heavy feeling of, I am so overwhelmed. I don't even know where to turn from here. And then it trickled down into things like just me crying all the time, having a lot of anxiety. I had very, very bad postpartum anxiety and I'm super open with that to the point of where I was having really bad panic and anxiety attacks, physical symptoms, heart palpitations, numbness, tingling, shortness of breath. I mean, it was a really scary, heavy time. I felt like I was just drowning in motherhood and it was affecting my sleep, my food. I mean, it really has this trickle-down effect. And I think when we get caught in that cycle and it really feels different for every mom and every mom's going to experience it differently as she walks through burnout if she is. But what's super important here is that it wasn't just affecting me, but it was affecting how I showed up to my kids, to my husband. And I, I just, I feel guilty saying this, but now the second time around being a mom, I realized that I missed out on this connection with my firstborn when he was a newborn because I was so overwhelmed with motherhood. And so looking back now, it makes me really sad, but also Nina really has lit that fire inside of me to help moms recognize this burnout because when we can recognize that we can really start to mitigate the feelings, the symptoms by having healthy boundaries and healthy habits in place. Thank you so much for being so honest and open with us with your story and especially feeling it really when you became a mother for the first time. But I also want to say like, do not feel sorry. Do not feel bad for that. That is not something that you chose. That is not something that you were just like, oh, I'm going to have panic attacks. Like that is just something that you had to go through at that point. And that did not make you a bad mother. That did not make you a bad partner. I just do not even apologize for that. But I'm so glad that you recognized those things and sought help and have gotten better and were even that much more prepared for, for baby number two. And for any parents out there, I feel like 
this has been a huge mission of mine is I feel like so many people prepare for the birth of their babies, but they're not spending as much time preparing for what postpartum will be like and what motherhood would be like. And we really need to talk about that more so that people can start realizing what that change and shift is going to be like because yes you are giving birth to your baby but you are also giving birth to the mother inside of you that you have never been before and that can be just as difficult (laughs) as the labor pains of childbirth so that's not just for a couple of hours a day or three days like labor can be that is for your postpartum time whether you think postpartum is the first three months after childbirth or the first six months or the first year it can be all of those depending on what you're going through and that is when you are at your rawest and most vulnerable so I love and appreciate you sharing that story with us because I feel like you are one of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of mothers going through the same thing. Oh, thank you for your sweet words. I received those. And it's just, it's so important. And I love what you said, you know, like we spend all of this time preparing for fertility and for pregnancy, but how often and how much time are we spending really thinking about that postpartum season? And we have what, that six week checkup with our doctor and then what? So really, if we can take time while we're pregnant, while we are gearing up for that postpartum season, whether you are a new mom or, you know, adding more and more kids, like it doesn't matter where you're at. The postpartum season is going to be different at every stage of your motherhood. And I think that it is so important to talk about this also because it's going to lay the foundation for the rest of your motherhood. So how we enter this postpartum season is really that, that framework, that foundation for how your motherhood's going to just start and begin. And so why don't we do everything in our capability and our power to really lay a strong, healthy foundation, being proactive and preventative with how we show up and how we live. Amen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Oh, Jennifer, you're, we're vibing. I love this. We are vibing, so, girl. <laughs> so are there other times besides postpartum where you felt that, you know, maybe some of our other listeners, if they felt like I was prepared for what to expect postpartum, was there another time that maybe they could relate to where you felt burnout? Oh yeah. Like now. I mean, I think every, <laughs> every season of motherhood, like whether you've got young kiddos, whether you have your kiddo's home right now, like the whole journey of motherhood is just this dance. And I hate, I don't want to use the word balance because I truly believe that if you try to balance it all well, you can't, like you're going to be frazzled. You're going to be burned out. And so what has been so helpful for me, Nina, is learning how to find the essentials and to focus my priorities on what is most important right now, and then to switch that hat and then focus on the next most important thing. So when we try to balance all the things and spin all the plates, we're going to have a short fuse. And so parenthood and motherhood, it's just, it is a long marathon and it is tough. It can be stressful. So learning how to prioritize our best yes, prioritize what's most important to us in this season, like that's how we really squash the overwhelm that we're all feeling. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. So how did you overcome it, especially like the first time around? How did you overcome that mommy burnout? Really, it came down to simplifying. I feel like burnout can trickle down into all these experiences like yelling and fatigue, exhaustion, getting snappy. Like that's like a huge thing, snappy with yourself, your kids, your husband, really feeling like there was no enjoyment or this lack of fulfillment, almost like I was dreading motherhood. It was just this isolated, dark road that I was going down. And so for me, I had to really realize like what is going on? How am I feeling? What can I do about this? 
this like defining moment of me being on the couch with my husband, just sobbing, brawless, like grace sweats, like what am I doing with my life right now? And my husband and I had this huge like heart to heart moment of, hey, like, are you okay? And I wasn't. I felt like I was just in this big bottomless black pit. There was no way out. And so for me in that raw, rawest of raw moments, I said, how do I get out of this? It was this discussion of me trying to do too much and I had to boil it down to simplifying. So really simplifying my mindset. So again, self-awareness. How was I feeling? How was I showing up? And I was feeling like crap every single day, every single day. So how did I intentionally want to show up for myself and for my motherhood? And Nina, I think one of the biggest problems that we have as moms is that we fall victim of our minds and of our circumstances. And the cool thing is, is that we can choose to show up with joy. We can choose to show up with intention. Even when times are tough, we still have to make that choice every single day. And for me, that simple shift in my mind was the first step in changing the trajectory of my motherhood. So how did you do that? I want to know, how did you, if you're feeling burnt out and you're just like out of it, how did you just, did you just say, okay, I'm making that mental shift and just told yourself that? Or did you meditate or what was it that helped you make that mental shift? It was realizing in that moment of sobbing without a bra in sweatpants (laughs) that this, yes, this is when my husband was like, are you okay? That just triggered a switch for me of, hey, Am I, it just, it snapped me out of it. Like, am I okay? Is this really how I want to experience motherhood? And from that defining moment, it just took me out of my funk. And now I'm able to show up every single day or make that decision every single morning of before the kids get up, most days, just having that mindset. Yes. The meditation, the taking two minutes to myself to think, to get outside, just to to be in my own space, my own head space for a second and to say, okay, how are you going to show up today? Because if we don't take that time, it doesn't have to be a 20 minute guided meditation. It can be two minutes while you're brushing your teeth, a two minute shower. Like when you have some space to think, just center in and say, how am I going to show up today? Because without that self-awareness, we lose everything without the intentionality of how you want to show up for yourself and for your kids. That's when we get in trouble with the day, with the mother, with everything starting to fly at you. So taking a minute to two minutes just to ground yourself, to focus, to breathe, and just to say, okay, what is coming at me today? How can I be intentional? That's like the game changer for everything. I love that. Before you tell us your next tip, I want to say that that also applies to marriage. When you are in the thick of it, you have to remember like, I am choosing to love this person. I may want to strangle them right now. This quarantine is just too much togetherness, <laughs> but I am choosing every day to love this person, to communicate with this person, to work together as parents, and I'm choosing every day to be a family. And that is also not only for motherhood, but you have to make that choice to be like, okay, even though they drove me insane yesterday, what can I do to be a better partner today? to also inspire them to be a better partner as well and show up every day, not only for your kids, but for your partner, because it really does, if you're lucky enough to have a partner, it really helps when you have a teammate and not just, hey, honey, I need to do this, I, 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 but really thinking about how can we get through this together? Oh, girl, 
Amen. Like so much in my <laughs> mind. I was like, yes, Nina. So two quick things. This is kind of deep, but I just want to say it real quick. So the tragic death of Kobe Bryant, I was just absolutely terrible, but there was something that Vanessa Bryant said that stuck with me and it still is just like rung so close to my heart. And she says, Kobe, even though you and Gia aren't here, we're still the best team. We're like we still have the best team. And I said, gosh, like that that's so profound of just looking at your family as a team and you and your husband are that team. And I think when we get in our minds of thinking that our husbands are always against us, that's when we get in trouble. So for instance, Nina, this morning, my husband left at 5 a.m. to go on a fishing trip in Alaska because we're, again, like we're in a tiny little fishing town. I'm like, you're going out on a boat with a bunch of family members and whatever, like doing your fishing thing. I'm, I'm here like knee deep in poop and diapers and all the things. And I had to make that choice of not to be angry, not to be upset or bitter towards him, but to really say, okay, like he needs this to refuel. I'll get my refuel time. But that intentional choice to be a team is so important because if that, if that marriage, if that relationship is strained, it's going to trickle down to your kids as well. And I think we have to remember also that I was talking yesterday on a podcast about how, how our husbands, we both come from different backgrounds. And so knowing that your husband or partner or whoever is like, is taking their baggage, their past to this marriage as well. And so really working hard to be intentional and showing up in that marriage and working together as a team, even despite your differences, but coming together as one, it's so, so important. It really is. And I'm so glad that you said that. I, I love, I love that story. I mean, devastating, but yes, it's so very, very true. So that's why I was like, oh, that's not only applicable for motherhood, but also just for the entire family, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. This, that the whole word team, like your family is a team. It's just oh, so important. Yes. Okay. So I interrupted you. So what were some of the other things that you did to help overcome mommy burnout? Well, that was a good interruption. That was like a really deep, necessary (laughs) tangent. So the next thing was really looking at the essentials. So often as moms, we we say yes to all the things. So whether it's cookies for the bake sale, but not right now because we're in quarantine, whatever. But when like normal life returns or snacks at soccer field, the soccer games, or it's volunteering at school or whatever, like we say yes to all the things. And so for me, it was really, again, that simplifying process of what are the most important things? What are those essentials? So I started to put up those boundaries in my life and started to say no to all the extra things, all the extra commitments, all the extra the things that were causing clutter in my mind and clutter in my calendar. And this is going to look different for everybody and every mom and every season, but when we can really boil down our attention and really clean out our calendar, clean out our commitments and focus on what is most important for me right now? Like what are the things that I need or want to get done today? Just four or five things, whether it's a chore or cooking dinner or meal prep or working out, nursing my baby, like what are those essentials right now in this season? And when I started to say no and cleared out all the extra clutter, all the extra chaos, the load of my life got so much lighter. And it was just like, again, that overwhelm was just lifted. And so when you can simplify your commitments and clear out that clutter, it really releases this space in your life and this space in your day to do less. I think we're so just bombarded with do more, be more, get more, want more, 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 all the things. It's like we don't have to wear this badge of busyness as an honor. And so really taking time to focus in again on those essentials, clearing out, setting boundaries, that was huge for really overcoming the next step of I guess, overwhelm. So it's kind of like the chronological order, like the mindset, the, cl- the clutter clear out, 
And then really looking into priorities, which I can dive into, or if you want to elaborate on that, let me know. (laughs) Yeah, well, I do want to share some thoughts on that. I think that you're so right with taking away some of the things that you feel like to be a good mom, I need to be bringing snacks. I need to be the house mom or the, what is it? The homeroom mom or whatever for preschool or whatever school. I need to be the carpool mom. I need to do the bake sale, all of those things. But really, you don't have to, and you are still a good mom. Like one of our team members, she is a single mom. Unfortunately, her husband passed unexpectedly, and she realized that she doesn't have to do all the things that she did before. Well, one, because she can't now, but two, it doesn't mean that she's any less or her kids don't love her more because she brought cookies into the school. We put so much pressure on ourselves to be like that Pinterest mom, but it's okay to not. We need to give ourselves some space and recognize like that's just, unless that gives you joy and fulfills you and doesn't create overwhelm, go for it. But if it does, there is no need to do any of that. You are not any better or worse for participating or not. Oh, amen, girl. And I'm I'm so sorry to hear that about your teammate. That's awful. But really looking at again, yeah, those boundaries. Like we are self-imposing this on ourselves. Like, like you said, like we don't have to be that Pinterest mom. We don't have to compare or compete or constantly look at these perfectly polished Instagram lives. Like Take your focus, take those boundaries, put those blinders up and focus on, like you said, Nina, like what is most important to you? What brings you that joy? We don't have to say yes to everything. That's not going to make you, like you said, Nina, a better mom. Like what makes you a good mom is you being in your element, doing your thing. And that's what we need more of for sure. Amen. Amen. Okay. Sorry. You were talking on the next thing. <laughs> no, I was like, wait, so I have thoughts too. <laughs> so good. So good. Well, and it's really like this, not like chronological, like you have to do step one, step two, step, step three, but this is really how this shift happened for me. And I, and I hope it's so helpful for you, for your listeners today, but really, okay. So we talked about our mindset. We talked about focusing on those essentials. And then I started to learn, okay, like now it's all about prioritizing. So Again, what are the most important things that I need to get done during my day? And I started to take back control over my time. I think, I know I mentioned this earlier, but we're so easy to let the day, let the time run us. But when we can really take ownership of our days, of our time, that gave me this huge sense of control. This I do have control over my mind, over my motherhood. So I started to prioritize myself again, my self-care. So taking care of my basics. So there's this term in that I, I learned in, in research in grad school called Maslow's hierarchy. And it's really about, it's like a pyramid of you've got to have your basic needs met first before you can do any of these higher executive functioning tasks. And so how often as moms do we go, go, go all day and we look up and it's 2 p.m. and all we've had is our morning coffee and the crust of a PB&J sandwich and maybe a handful of goldfish. And it's like, guys, like we would not let our kids go until 2 p.m. without eating. So why would we let ourselves do that. So it was relearning how to take care of my basic needs. So am I taking time to eat well? And if you're like, Jen, well, yeah, but it's I'm super busy. Well, how about we take an hour over the weekend to prep healthy fruit, healthy vegetables for your week ahead? Like what can we do? What simple strategies can we implement in our lives and our motherhoods to start feeling better to start making sure a our basic needs are met so food shelter water sleep super important and we're not running on steam so you're like okay jen but sleep's 
impossible these days. Okay, but are you taking time at night to have a good sleep routine, a good nighttime routine? Or are you staying up watching Netflix for two hours and scrolling on social media until 11, 12 a.m.? So really looking at those daily habits and how can we create simple, 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 streamlined, almost like systems in your days to feel well, to do better, and to really create a space and a time for you to fill yourself back up. Because I think we can just get caught on this autopilot going through the mundane. But we, when we're intentional with how we structure our days, how we fuel ourselves, how we fuel our mind, that is the game changer for motherhood. Oh, okay. I really need to listen to this piece of advice <laughs> because, <laughs> I, because it's so true. And I know I'm not alone. And I, I mean, I love that tip that you gave that, okay, if you're not if you're finding that you're eating lunch at 3 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> right before you're about to start getting all of your ingredients for dinner, what are you doing? Like, yes, you wouldn't allow anyone else in your family to run that way. Why are we doing that to ourselves? And I totally catch myself doing that. Right. But I love that tip just on the weekends. Hey, why not just cut up some things, put some things in some Tupperware, put it in the fridge. It's ready for you. So you can just grab and go. Yes. Because it's just little, little mind shifts like that can make things so much easier. And I know I can't be the only mom who's absolutely not no. guilty of that. So, no. and, and <laughs> so that is so helpful. So helpful. And it's like, it's those little shifts like that throughout your day that are such a game changer. Like when you look in your fridge and you have spent 30 minutes or an hour on Sunday while listening to a po- like this podcast or an audiobook or whatever it is, cutting up watermelon and carrots and cucumber, or maybe making ahead like turkey wraps or your batch cooking, your batch cooking quinoa or roasted potatoes, cutting up kale. So you have super easy like grab and go salads or you already make salads like pre-made, whatever. Like that's not fun. So do a non-preferred activity. I always tell our moms with a preferred activity. So whether you want to watch like an hour of Gilmore Girls or pop in your earbuds and do a podcast episode, pair a non-preferred activity like food prepping with a preferred task like watching a Netflix episode or listening to whatever on your phone. So you can get stuff done, fill your soul back up, and you are so much more likely to have a well-nourished meal, snack, whatever, when your fridge is stocked with that kind of stuff versus opening your fridge, there's nothing in there. So all you can do is grab a fruit roll up or whatever. So it's just, it's those little shifts that make such a huge difference. The other thing is taking five minutes to lay out your clothes the night before. So you're not rolling around in yoga pants, or if you work out of the home, so you're not scrambling every morning, like take time to lay out your workout gear, to lay out your work gear, to get the kids stuff laid out the next morning. It's just little, little things to make your life easier, it's going to, it's going to make such a huge difference in the long run. Oh, Jennifer, this is great. Like this is from me being in the trenches and I, I just, I couldn't do it. It, it just, it's not coming from this place of superiority. Like this is like legitimate humility because I have been in the thick of it and I, I was drowning. And so this is why I'm so passionate, Nina, because I know what it's like, but I also know that like moms, y'all can be successful in this too. It's it just, it's that intentional shift. So it fires me up because it's just, it changes motherhood for sure. And the best part is, is it also, it's going to have such a great impact on your kids because how we show up for ourselves and our motherhood impacts them significantly and their foundation for life. So, so important. 
I love that. I love that. Okay, so my next question for you, were there any like particular products or services that you used and utilized when you were experiencing mommy burnout that helped you? Yes. Okay. So two came to my mind right off the bat. First, a good planner. So if you don't have a planner, go to Target, get one for like five bucks. It is, it is going to change your life because so often we try to jumble everything in our mind. And if we can just write it down, do a brain dump, don't try to memorize everything because that's when you start to forget things, drop the ball, get stuff on your calendar. And also being able to make that schedule for yourself is super important for you to stay productive, but also fulfilled with, hey, I'm doing this, this, and this today. So it keeps you on track. So a good planner is super important. Also utilizing, this has been huge, the grocery pickup services. So if you're super busy for one day or whatever, like being able to spend the, I know it's four or five bucks to pick up, at least it is where we live in Alaska. It makes such a difference when you can autopilot grocery shopping and just go and pick it up instead of having to drive in there, bring your kids, especially now, like with the quarantine, it's like, just get in there, make it easy for yourself. So those two things have been huge. Also the reminders app on your phone, that has been a game changer for me as well. I don't know if it's a reminders app for Android users, but for iPhone users, there's a little app called the reminders app. And so anytime I'm thinking of, oh, hey, I need to pick out whatever, pick up this at 4 p.m. or grab the kids here or drop off there. Instead of trying to remember that, I get a little ding to my phone and it's a simple reminder. And those three things have been a game changer in not letting me feel like I'm trying to juggle too many things because I have it written down. I can refer to it. If you're a digital planner girl, like download, there's tons of digital planners you can download to your phone. Just get yourself organized with your thoughts and with your days. Because when you start doing that, that is going to help you like lay that foundation for how you continue to show up for yourself and for your motherhood. Oh, that's awesome. I will say we also use Alexa for reminders. I'll be like, hey, Alexa, remind me in 11 minutes to check on whatever I'm cooking rather than having like... Yes. And she'll not know this. I know. And then she'll say, okay, I'll remind you in 11 minutes. And then 11 minutes later, she'll be like, "Uh, Nina, (laughs) remember to check whatever. Oh, yes. (laughs) So it's it's amazing. It's amazing. So I will say like, especially if you're cooking rather than setting all these different timers for like your oven and what's on the stove or whatever, or appointments that you have, I not only just saying, Hey Siri, you can also tell if you have Alexa or whatever. I always tell Alexa and she reminds me of basically she's my brain because I forget a lot of the things. So she reminds me of all the things I need to remember. So that's another one. Oh, that is okay. So our Alexa broke and I've been meaning, she's been like in my Amazon cart for a month now. So I need to just order it. I did not know that you could do that. That's so awesome. Oh yeah. Reminders rather than having to type it in. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Cause then I'm just like, Hey, re- remember to check the cookies in the oven. So yeah. And I just tell her the time and she'll tell me, yeah, remind me. So it's so cool. And now that you said Amazon, another thing that I totally recommend is Amazon prime. Oh, oh. Okay. So things that like vitamins, teas, like things you use on a regular monthly basis, like that subscribe and save is so nice. Yes, for sure. Diapers. Yes. Diapers. Oh my God. Amazon Prime. Just so good. So good. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Jennifer, so do you have any other like final words or recommendations or anything else that you want to tell moms out there? Yes. My take home piece of advice. If you're like, okay, Jen, Nina, this sounds awesome. But I am so overwhelmed. I don't even know where to start. Like, I love this idea of getting over mommy mommy burnout, but my life is so messed. Like, where do I even begin? My take-home advice is to start small. Take a step back today. Go outside for a walk just by yourself or this weekend or whenever. Like, whenever you can get outside. 
go outside and really take a bird's eye view of your motherhood. Take a step back and say, okay, what are the most overwhelming parts of my motherhood? Is it my food? Is it my fitness? Is it my emotional health? Is it my parenting style, my marriage? Like We wear so many different hats in motherhood. I would love your listeners to say, okay, where am I feeling most overwhelmed? And start there and just make one small change. That's it. If it's with your food and you're not eating till 3 p.m., what's one thing you can do today in this entire week that's going to make a difference? So whether it's getting up an hour earlier to prep lunches or taking an hour over the weekend to prep whatever, smoothies or fruits and veggies, just one small change and do that change all week because those little changes over time is what's going to amount to that full cycle, that lifetime change. It's not doing all these things at once and going hog wild. That's like the new year resolution thing, right? Like it ends in a month. Just start small, start where you feel most overwhelmed, make one change. When you master that change, add another one. And those small small, steady steps over time is what's going to amount to permanent lifestyle change and that ultimate refreshment and that refuel, refueling that you need to live your best life, to create the highest version of yourself as a mom. That's where it starts. It starts with your mind, that simple shift, and then those baby steps forward every single day. And you're going to fall down like we all do. We all have back steps, but you don't stay down. You get back up and you try again. And that's what you do to keep moving forward. Thank you so much, Jennifer. This has been amazing. And I feel like if it has to have helped someone who's listening because it has helped me. Everything that you've said, I think all of us have gone through that and need that support and those words of encouragement of like, yes, I can do this. And these are the tools that are going to help me through this. So these were some super helpful tools. And I just, again, thank you for joining us and for sharing all this really wonderful information. Oh, thank you so much, Nina, for having me. It's just, it's an honor to be here and to hopefully speak some life and words of encouragement into your moms today, just knowing that you guys, we're all in this together. So we are here linking arms with you. We love you. And Nina, I love you. And I feel like we're like kindred spirits. So thank you so much for having me. It was just a, a pleasure and a blessing to be on today. Oh, I feel the exact same. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. And for our listeners, we'd love to hear your thoughts and are curious if you ever experienced mommy burnout, what was that like for you and how did you overcome it? Share your experiences with us by going to our Facebook page where we'll be posting today's episode. We'll also be answering everyone's questions in the comments. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick podcast, where or wherever you listen to podcasts and also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at the Baby Chick. Of course, check out our website, www.baby-chick.com. 